You're listening to the Third Base Dugout, presented by Dorm Room Sports. All right, episode two of our Piedmont Coaches Interview Series and episode 11 of the Third Base Dugout. I'm Deer, I'm with Tex, and we have a guest on today, Coach Marcus Morgan of Virginia State University. He is in his ninth, or excuse me, 12th year of coaching at uh, Virginia State, and this is going to be his second year in the Piedmont League as a coach. Coach Morgan, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Doing all right, just surviving quarantine. Absolutely. That's all we can do. <laughs> opening, you, you ready for opening day to start? Absolutely. Can't wait. You, you, play, uh, you play the Churchill Patriots on Saturday, don't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, I didn't even look at the schedule to see who we play. I just know my team is facing somebody, so that's all I'm looking forward to. Yep, that's what it is. Um, first question, Coach, uh, obviously baseball, um, been in your family. Um, your dad's head coach of Virginia State. Um, brother, I'm sure you guys growing up had some competitive moments. Um, and coaching runs in the family too. And uh, your dad's head, like I said, head state or head at, head at Virginia State. And then um, your brother's Randolph Macon assistant. Um, and you've got your own thing going on with, at Virginia State too. And now you're in the uh, Piedmont for the second year in a row. Um, but tell me a little bit about ML, your your brother um, growing up. I'm sure there were some competitive moments. We know Coach Morgan used to play um, a little basketball. Did you play any basketball? Were there any street ball? Was you beat him? Was you better? I, absolutely. Like the way our family was brought up, of course, baseball was our go-to sport, but we all played every sport. Me, myself, me and my dad, we both played baseball, football, and basketball. I also ran track and male stuck to just baseball and basketball. So there was always competitive moments throughout the family history. Nice. Who was winning? Who was winning in basketball? To be honest, ML is the smartest between me, myself, and my dad in all aspects of all sports. ML is just a student of every game, but I would just have to say my dad could outshoot both of us. Like, he just doesn't miss. It's just something about him. Yeah, you, you should ask your brother. I took him one-on-one one time, and I uh, actually beat him. <laughs> old man now. I, I don't think he would admit to it, but, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure you did because ba- basketball wasn't his sport, but he would never admit to being defeated. <laughs> I've seen you play basketball, and I don't believe that. I don't believe that for the slightest bit. <laughs> We talked to Coach Moore. He said he might come in the booth a couple games and uh, do a broadcast with us during the games this year. So it'll be fun, definitely. So let's go to your playing days at Virginia State. Um, or actually, let me go right before that. What made you decide to go to Virginia State and play ball? Well, to be honest, coming out of high school, I was supposed to go to Norfolk State. I had a track scholarship offer, but the coach that had offered me the scholarship actually left Norfolk State and went somewhere else. So once that happened, I was in a loop. I was like, well, where am I going to go? I was I had a good rapport with that coach. That's where I wanted to go. And I was locked in on wanting to be a track athlete. And then I just started thinking, I was like, what could be better than going and playing baseball for my dad? So that was just always a second option. I just never looked at it as that because of the fact that that is my dad and I wanted to go out and ex- actually experience college. But it was no better option than me going to Virginia State to play baseball for my father. And that what, that's a great story with Father's Day coming up here. Uh, you got, y'all got any big plans? I know you said his birthday was today. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's absolutely. It's just, baseball is always – this this time of year is perfect for baseball. So my dad's birthday, it always either falls on either Father's Day or baseball activity. So we're just looking forward to the fact that, like, 
we play on Saturday, which is opening day, and then Sunday is Father's Day, so we can spend, and me and Mel and my father can all reflect on my experience from Saturday and just past experiences. Awesome. Outstanding. Um, so now it's your second year in the Piedmont League, um, and you're still a pretty young guy. We talked to Coach Moore, uh, Coach, uh, Moore from the Churchill Patriots, and I think he's a little bit younger than you. But uh, being young, and obviously you've had a couple years of coaching under your belt, do you think being young helps the summer league guys? Do you think it's something when you when you look over and you see older coaches, or do you think does that make you nervous? Are you excited to be with the younger guys still, or what are you thinking there? Yeah, it's just it's it's all about your your personal preference and your personality in general. Because like I said, I'm a fairly young guy, but at the same time, I have 12 years of college experience, so I can still relate to the guys. Like I never consider myself as an older guy to the guys. Like whenever I coach guys, I still feel like I'm fairly young. So it's always like an older brother type mentality for myself. And just uh, growing up, like me, myself and my father are all coaches. We've all coached fairly the same amount of kids. So it's just like each kid that comes through our system, they get a different experience based off each coach. Like me, my dad and my brother, even though we're all from the same family, we all carry things a different way. So it's a lot of kids that have grew up and they've been coached by all three of the Morgans, but each one of us has our different styles. And that's, I, and you, you coached in the Piedmont last year and you're coming back again for a second year. Um, last year, there was a little bit of, it was a little unorganized, but you were the coach of the Tuckahoe Tigers and now you're coming back and you are once again, the coach of the Tuckahoe Tigers, if I'm not wrong, right? No, sir. Well, this oh, year I switched over. I'm, I'm the Barnstormers now. I'm the Barnstormers the now. Okay, yeah. there you go. Correct. So there's a lot of change in the Piedmont this year. A lot more players, a lot more talent. Rosters are like 23, 24, a lot more arms. You got depth at each position. What are you most excited for starting the season? Well, personally, of course, I would cater to my team as well, but I, I just won't do that this year because just due to COVID-19, right now, the way I see it is the Piedmont is the premier collegiate baseball league of the summer. A lot of other leagues that players would usually graduate to and want to go to play in those leagues, those aren't available this year. So we have tremendous rosters this year. Like prime example, you mentioned, we have 24-man rosters and almost 12 of those guys are pitchers. That's that's the main selling point for the league this year. Last year, we had a lot of talented hitters, but the pitching was a deficit because of the fact that other kids wanted to play in other leagues just because of the level of competition. But this year, with the amount of teams that's represented and the arms that we have, like it's just going to be a tremendous summer for the Piedmont Collegiate Baseball League. Yeah, and uh, you talked a little bit about COVID. Do you think do you think everyone, since everyone's on the same paint, uh, playing field, everyone's got that three-month break, um, where we haven't played baseball and we've barely been able to get in gyms and stuff. Do you think that's going to hurt guys? Like it's going to take longer for everything to get in the flow of things, or you think it's going to be everyone's going to pick it up at the same time and it should be start getting from the gate? And that's all going to be on an individual standpoint. Like some guys took this as an extended break. They didn't do what they were supposed to do. Even though you couldn't have structured team activities, as a baseball player, you always have to fine-tune your skills. So once the opening day comes Saturday – 
even though it might take a couple guys a few games to get in rhythm, you'll see which guys actually have been putting in work because baseball is not one of those sports where, okay, I'm going to take three months off, and then once I pick back up, I'm going to be right where I left off. That, that's impossible just because of how the game has developed over the last few years. So you, you'll see which guys actually put in work and which guys took this as an extended vacation. In my mind, this wasn't an extended vacation. This was time – I look at it as a red shirt year for everybody because even though you couldn't do team activities, if you wanted to be a successful ball player, you was doing individual activities to keep your game either at the level you were or extended to the next level. Yeah, and that's a that's a great point um, right there because usually um, guys are just finishing their college season and Southern Bowl has the thing where it's like, oh, I'm coming here to get reps and stuff, but I'm not really caring about that. Um, like my my performance as much as I would for my college coach but the Piedmont League as Brian mentioned earlier has just gone from a, a, a middle average league to a great league and the only league in Richmond Virginia Absolutely. And, uh, and um what do you think what like what do you compare for a summer league um to a collegiate league and then like you said like it's it's a red shirt year pretty much for everyone so like what what's the differences and what 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 do you take away like baseball is one of those sports where I never separate baseball based off of division one, division two, II, division three, JUCO. If you can play baseball, you can play baseball. The level doesn't matter. Some kids don't get that opportunity where, Hey, I might be a great baseball player, but division one coaches didn't see me play. So when you play in baseball, you could be a division three or maybe a JUCO player, but you could be just as talented as that division one player. You just didn't have the same exposure, or the same resources as that division one guy. So like I said, it'll just show who continued to work, even though we were in structured team activity. It showed who worked on my, who worked on their game, who wanted to get better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now we asked Colin last night, um, I guess on the episode that aired today, but who are you most excited for seeing on your team or who, what players should we watch out for uh, this year in the Piedmont league? Just in general, like I, just based off my roster, I love all my guys. Like the way I look at it is I'm going to look at the guys that I have. And I know most of these guys because I, I have an extensive background. I've coached high school, travel ball, JV, middle school. Like I've, I've grown to know a lot of these kids, even if they weren't kids that I recruited or knew, like anyone in the local area, someone in my family coached them, whether it been myself or my dad or my brother. So I'm, I'm really excited because of the fact I have two guys that I coach one, Luke Costley, I coached him in JV at Dinwiddie, and I'm excited for his development as a college baseball player. And then Patrick. I, Patrick was on one of my first teams I ever coached. I had a 10-year-old team with Rise Baseball Academy, and Patrick was my shortstop then, and I was just excited that he was one of the guys that I was able to get in the draft. And I'm just excited to work with those two guys because I already have a rapport with them. But just because of the type of person I am with my whole roster, I want to build a tremendous rapport with those guys, and I want to send them back to their respective college programs better than they were when they came to me. Yeah, and uh, that's that's a good point too. And uh, you made a you made a point how uh, um, Morgan brother or Morgan Blood runs deep in baseball, and every guy I've talked to that has played under you talks about. Marcus, Coach Marcus Morgan was an awesome. He's a relationship guy, and uh, he loves, like, being around the guys, and he's fun to be around. He's a great coach. Um, and I think it's it's a credit to – and I'm sure it runs – your dad's the same way at Virginia State. I know here personally, more, Coach Morgan, um, we love playing for him too. But I think it's that personality that you guys have. But what's – did you take that away from your dad? Did your dad teach you that, the relationship-wise? Um, 
um, with your players? Is that something that you kind of picked up on yourself and kind of tried to improve on, or has that just always been in the blood? Well, it's just, like I said, I have two great coaches in my family. My father, Merle Morgan, who was a tremendous high school player. He went on to college and played, and now he's a head college coach. My brother was a tremendous high school player. He was a tremendous college coach, and he still is a college coach. So rather than growing up and taking a little bit from my dad, a little bit from ML, and a little bit from myself, it was – I never wanted to grow up and be like, well, he's just like his dad. He's just like his brother. All three of us have our unique traits, our unique characteristics, which make us great coaches. Like my father is a head coach, so regardless of your role, when you're a head coach, you're supposed to be the you're supposed to be the strict one. You're the one that's going to chew players out. You're going to let them know when they're doing something wrong. I'm more of the relationship type guy. So prime example, I'm my father's assistant coach. So if he gets on a guy and lets him know, like, I expect more out of you. You're supposed to be doing this. You're supposed to be doing that. Me being his assistant coach. My relationship was to bridge the gap between the head coach and the player. So I would come in and I wouldn't harp on the same things my father would. I would be more of an older brother, like a mentor for the guys to look up to because, of course, they're going to respect my father because he's the head coach. But I'm going to be that guy to be like, look, he's only doing this because he expects this out of you. Same thing with a male. Every year I have to let my making guys or my VCU guys know, like, look, if you're expecting me to be a male, I'm not going to be him. My brother never shows emotion. My brother is strict, straightforward. He's a P's and Q's type of guy. Like, my brother's baseball IQ is better than anyone I've ever met. Not saying that just because he's my brother, but ML is completely locked in. You can tell my brother a joke that could have been the funniest joke in the world, but he will show no emotion because he's strictly professional. Same thing with my dad. My dad has those moments where – okay, I'm the head coach, I'm going to get on these guys, I'm going to let them know what I expect. But then he also has his joking moments. So the way I feel is like my personality is a little bit of both. I can be strict and hard forward like I need to be as my father, but I can also be that relationship type guy as my brother when I, I know like a player is struggling because they can't pick up a certain concept or a certain skill. And I can be that guy to be like, look, I'm going to motivate you to get to that level you need to get to. So I'm just, I praise them both a lot. Even though my father is the oldest and then it's me before ML, like my brother is my mentor because I absolutely love my brother. He's so professional. He's been through so much. Like he was a great baseball player at Dinwiddie. He went on to VCU, had great numbers. He coached at VCU and now he's at Randolph-Macon and everywhere he's went to, he's made a name for himself. So I try to pick off the positives from both of them just to build my career. Well, he talks highly of you every time we talk about him or talk about you to him. And I've definitely had those moments where I'm in the weight room and I crack a joke to him and he doesn't laugh. And I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. Yeah, absolutely. That's just his personality because it could have been the funniest thing in the world. But he's, all, he's he's always got that I'm a coach mentality. So he's not like me. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm more laid back. If one of my players cracks his jokes, I'm going to laugh with him. The way I explained to my guys the other day at our first team practice even though you all come from structured college programs, the way I'm going to carry the summer, of course, I'm going to have certain expectations. I'm going to want you to get better. But I'm one of those guys that I'm like a fly on the wall. I told my guys, just like how y'all communicate with each other in the dugout when the coach not around, that's the same way I want you to carry it. Because the way I feel, players get better results when they're more relaxed, they're more laid back. When they got a coach just harping on them and being like, I expect this out of you, I expect that, then they're going to be tense and it's going to affect their performance. But when they got a guy that they can look up to as more so of older brother that just wants the best from you, then they're going to put forth their best, not because they want to do it, but because they want to impress you. That's what I respect most. I mean, just that 
when as us as a player in college, when we have a coach like that, that's why that's why so many teammates of mine have told me that when they played for you last year or the year before or whatever, um, that in travel ball they they just loved playing for you because it was so fun and it was not as not it was still to hold te- uh, like do their job do it correctly, but it was still relaxed and everyone was just balling out having fun playing baseball. So that's that's something I love. Yeah, absolutely. I mean that's how it's got to be because like I said. Pressure bust pipes, like, like that's one of those old sayings. So if I'm one of those coaches, I'm always on your back. Even though you might want to do your best, it's not going to happen because of the fact that you feel the added pressure. But when you know you got somebody in your corner that just wants the best for you, not because of what's going to happen with the team, but what's going to happen maybe two or, three, two or three years later down the road, man, because Coach Morgan was loose and relaxed and let me play the game my way and let me grow and develop, I didn't shut down. I didn't not want to do anything. And and that's just always been the, the type of rapport I build with my players. Well, Coach Morgan, before Brian asked you the final question, I just want to say I can't wait to see you in the third base uh, the coaching box and call your games this year. I think it's going to be a blast um, and see you, Tyco Tigers, try to take a championship this year. I really appreciate it. So, Coach, uh, what what's in store for the Bonaire Barnstormers this, uh, this weekend? You, you – Give us a little prediction. We're going to be a competitive ball club. Like, no player on my team is bigger than the next man. So, my guys already know, like, we're going to have signs. Like, this isn't a this isn't a break. This isn't just added reps. We're going to carry this just like they're at their collegiate programs. The atmosphere might be a little different. It might be a little lax just because I want the best for my players because, like I said, some of these guys come from structured college programs where they already got this set in stone. This is what they're going to do. But at certain points in time, like, you have to relax. Like, you got to let guys just be them and and enjoy themselves. Like, this is still a summer collegiate baseball league. So rather than having all these high expectations – I'm going to set meetings with all my players and I'm going to ask them, what is your goal for this summer? And those goals won't be team-based. These will be individual-based, but I guarantee you that if we all have the same mentality as wanting the next man to get better, then it will produce better results for our team in general. Absolutely. Well, we can't wait for it. Um, opening day is right around the corner, just, what, two days away um, when this drops. So uh, we're, we're definitely excited for it and good luck on Saturday. All right, I appreciate you guys. Thank you, and I'm I'm so proud of what y'all are doing. Like this is this is what's needed right now because a lot of people, like prime example, when we start on Saturday, fans can't come to the game. So you two are going to be instrumental in letting the fans know what's going on in the Piedmont League, and and that's just great. Like I respect everything you guys are doing, and I'm excited for the ride. Absolutely, Coach. Thanks for coming on. No problem, guys.